Welcome to season two of the Let's Talk podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to be a person of faith in a culture against faith. So let's talk about why Christians are so hated. Last week we had a very long, very real, very hard conversation about why Christians are so hateful. Full of hate. Yeah. That's what that word means. Full of hate. Um, so a part of this conversation about why are Christians so hated is because they are full of hate. Yeah. And society recognizes that. They are, the people that make up society are not stupid. Um, a lot of atheists in the world are atheists because that they see Christians are hateful. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I follow an entire Instagram account called Eve was framed. It's fantastic marketing. Um, She's an atheist because, like, she was harmed by the church. The church was hateful to her. And then that's tough. And her entire Instagram account of about 16,000 people, the entire, all of the content is just like her crapping on Christians. She genuinely despises Christians. Because they caused her so much harm. And unfortunately for her, it was her own family. Her dad, her mom, her sisters. These people exist. Yeah. Um, And we call them apostates. Yeah, that is their theological term. Um, They have committed apostasy. That term carries so much hate and hurt. Yeah. Um... It's like they're traitors. Yeah. They they took what we gave them and then broke it. And so now we hate them because of it. Yeah. But guess what? That makes people hate you also. Yeah. The us versus them thing that we talked about last week, if you created them, you're going to become an us. Yeah. Which yeah, means... It's just naturally how it works. Which means if you're an us... And there's a them against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately for Christians, that's us against the world. Yeah. And what we mean by that is it's our denomination against the world. But then if we're really honest, what we really mean is it's our unique congregation against the world. Which unfortunately makes Christians hated by everybody because they hate everybody, including their own people. I would say that that is probably true uh, among uh, evangelicalism, that it's our denomination, or not our denomination, but our... Yeah, that's fair, because it's, cons- it's about the conversionism of it. Right. If you get in a high church, and even more specifically Catholic, it's definitely not like that. That's yeah. a fair critique. And, and so th- there, there, there is definitely a dimi- division among Christians. 
that is a thing that is evident for sure. And that's what's, a piece that I wanted to talk about. What's Catholics against everybody else? That's why we call them Protestants. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, it's, it's you're Catholic or you're not. Or you end up being in the, and so that I don't have to shit on this, so that I don't have to crap on this tradition so often, instead of the Baptists talking about the Pentecostals down the street, the Methodist people talking about the Baptists down the street. Yeah. You know, um, or the Church of Christ, or the Seventh Day Adventists, or the the Assembly whatever. of God. You're non denominational well, people. Even some Baptists, like you'll get you'll get Independent Baptists against mm-hmm. Southern Baptists. Mm-hmm. You'll get Northern Baptists against Southern Baptists. You'll get Independent against Fundamentalist Baptists, sure. and you'll get any kind of White Baptist against Missionary Baptists. Because but, it's predominantly African American, which is unfortunately. But then you also get Second Vatican Catholics against this is right too. First Vatican Catholics and yeah. First Vatican Catholics against Second Vatican Catholics. You're right. And then also you have those uh, Mary Magdalene people in there too, the French Catholics. Yeah. Uh, when now you have. Affirming Methodists mm. and non-affirming Methodists. Mm. Um, <laughs> we just continue to draw draw lines amongst ourselves. Sure, which arguably is the thing that Jesus never really wanted. Uh, that Paul never really seemed to set out to have. Uh, mm. We only have the Protestant Reformation. And we only have the great schism because people just saw a different way to do things. And when they weren't given that, went and did it themselves. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Right, wrong, or indifferent. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah, the great schism is a little bit different because they end up excommunicating each other, <laughs> but which is so funny. But you're absolutely what I'm saying right. Is true. Martin Luther, the, the, the Reformation... That exists solely because they chose to kick him out. But but the greats, they kicked each other out. Yeah, right? in, like in it, a way. They, they, they decided that they were better to do this alone. Right? They went and did the thing by themselves that they thought that, that was the better way to do it. Yeah. Um, it's also about politics. But yeah, you're I mean, right. Of you're course. Right. It, but like, yeah, 1,000%. It's always political. Yeah. And it's not so much a thing anymore, but the Orthodox and the Catholic didn't really get along. Now they just don't really. Oh, no, they still don't get along. I mean. That's the great schism. They, they, they don't. You don't talk about. You don't hear this conversation happening as much. That's because um, you don't live in those spaces. I mean, that might be yeah, true. Yeah, they still have That might be true. Yeah, they uh, still. I don't are, hear these conversations. They but, are still very much alive and well. There is so much hatred and division amongst ourselves. Yeah. So another way that Christians are so hated is because we hate each other. Yeah. yeah. We just don't. It's a house divided amongst itself. Yeah. yeah. We, we, don't, we don't love and respect each other the way that we should. Um, on, on Pints and Perspectives, right, the, the the whole thing that y'all y'all talk about is that little pool 
that you can play in, but once you step outside of it, now you're in heresy. Yep. Certain people draw that line in different places, though. It's true. And when you draw that line at different places, at what this, this little pool is, you draw that line, you're creating a them. Yeah. Shameless plug. Um, our Christmas episode is going to be us going through um, <coughs> with Adam through the Nicene Creed, that boundary, mm. and trying to decide if he's going to be a heretic. Oh yeah, we're gonna go line by line through that creed and see what he agrees with, doesn't agree with, and we're gonna see if he's a heretic. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um. Okay, is Adam a heretic? <laughs> is Adam a heretic? Uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, and we're gonna do it for Christmas for obvious reasons. <laughs> but that's so funny. Um. But no, if you draw that line somewhere, yeah, you are creating a them category. Yeah. Um, so if, if I decide, and I've been on both sides of this line, so I think I can make this, this joke because I do feel like it's a joke. If I decide that if you are saved and you, that means that you can never not be saved, <laughs> um, I am then creating a, a them category. You are, uh, and if I do that on the opposite side, that if I say, oh, no, you can definitely lose your salvation, and you're wrong if, if you say that's not true. You've, uh, you've flipped it. You've flipped it. Um, the most common way this happens is actually in practices, though, not necessarily oh, sure. in theological beliefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, how you do communion mm. and what those beliefs in communion are. Yeah. Um, there's been more than one church split over the color of the carpet um, that they were putting in. I mean, it, it can go as little as petty things. And, and here's the point I might like to spend us to spend a little bit of time. Christians are so hated because we don't do a good job of pursuing forgiveness. Christians don't do a good job of admitting when they're wrong. And so we continue to draw these lines mm -hmm. to refine the echo chamber to make me feel more comfortable yeah. because it's harder to push those walls down that we've mm -hmm. already built to pursue forgiveness. And so we just choose not to build more walls. I think that's totally true. And that, that is kind of connecting back to Christians being so hateful. Yeah. Right. Um that that is absolutely true. But we even amongst ourselves don't want to admit when we're wrong. So yeah. why would we ever admit when we're wrong to the world? Yeah. Um so when we can start loving each other more and respecting each other more and being able to step back and say, yo man, I don't know. Yeah. Um that's when that's when when we end up having better conversations. They yeah. can better help the world. Yeah, Pe people look at us, and if they study us for any length of time, they figure out that we don't even like each other. So it's why true. would we like them? Yeah, well, we don't like them because they don't like us. <laughs> so us versus them. 
Yeah, but chicken or the egg, right? Like no herd, and we um, definitely wrong them first. I'm sure. I'm positive I'm, of it. I'm not. Yeah, would not be surprised. I'm positive of it. But beyond that, even if, even if, this is a big if, and I'm putting myself in this if, you do all, I, by that, I'm not saying that I do this. That's the, that's the better way to word this. I'm not saying I'm this person. But even if you do all the things, you're a perfect example of Jesus. You love your brothers and sisters in Christ. You love others and pursue the Jesus thing at all points and all times. If you are the Paul of this generation, yeah. you're still going to be hated. Yeah. Whether it's you're hated by your own people or people that just refuse to see what you're presenting. Yeah. Um, I, I had somebody give me an example the other day, and I thought it was perfect. The, the atheist businessman that in American culture is so in the pursuit of hurry that when they see the Island Time Jesus character... What are you doing? I, d I don't get it. It's not, it's not all lovey-dovey and rainbows. Yeah. We can't do that. That's impossible. Yeah. They're going to hate you. Not because they are bad people, but because they don't get it. Well, I think part of it is, and you're back to talking about the lines we draw between each other, right? Part of it is Christians, for some reason, have some strange, incessant need to be right. Um, and so we end up causing conflict and problems and hatred for people that don't agree with us because we're right and they're wrong. It becomes this... I don't know, this experience of a very real embodied of like us versus them, but in a very pragmatic way of like, I have to be right and you have to be wrong. I have to convince you to come over to my side um, because unfortunately, I think conversionism and the belief, the beautiful belief of conversionism has been confused and distorted with colonization. And that ends up with there's only one right way to do it, and that's my way. And when you don't give the benefit of the doubt to the Holy Spirit within the person that you're speaking to, to be at work, and you dictate all of what that conversation happens like, you're going to be hated because you take away people's voice. You yeah. take away people's perspective. You take away people's value outside of their conformity to you in your echo chamber. And we talked a lot about that last week. And, and this is what I'm trying to talk about is possibly the opposite view. Oh. Right, like... Even if you don't do any of the wrong things. Yeah. If you live a perfect Jesus-like life. If. 
I'm not going to say it's not possible. I'm going to say it's really hard. But even if you do, there's still people that are going to hate you. You're not going to be loved by everyone because Jesus was not loved by everyone. We're not going to be loved by everyone because unfortunately there's just a lot of hatred in the world. It comes from experience of experiences of death. Yeah. Which exactly is the right. thing a thing that I wish we had talked about last week that we we didn't really talk about and you brought this up earlier and I thought it was great. The church's enemy is sin, not death. In no. practice. In yeah. practice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. The problem... Yeah, go ahead. In practice, the church's enemy is sin and not death. When experiences of death, experiences of, of the problem things, how we live our lives that are, are not good for us, that's the problem. Sin is the thing that comes after that. We're treating not the problem. We're treating the symptom. We're treating the symptom. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of churches today, and this is true for a conversation of why are they so hateful or hated, is because they have chosen to slap a Band-Aid on it. Yeah, well, what they've done is they've chosen to read the story, the biblical story in a way that prioritizes sin as the enemy of Christ yeah. rather than death. Um, and it's very easy to get there. It's very easy to get there. Just go read Paul or Isaiah, I mean, yeah. to be fair. Um, but... If you do that, you do a great disservice to the story of Jesus, which is that the enemy is death, not sin, because death is a common enemy. Death cannot draw boundaries because you're going to die, I'm going to die, and every person either one of us have ever known or met is literally headed towards death. Every second that passes is a second closer they are to dying. Death is a common enemy. You know what's not a common enemy? Sin. Because yep. the sin I struggle with might not be the sin you struggle with. And that's why I can say XYZ is worse than, you know, ABC. The um, enemy is in me. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can say, you know, not me, but hypothetically. That's why I, a white male pastor, can stand up and say that, you know, alcoholism and uh, womanizing and, I don't know, you know, homosexuality, all heinous, because I, the hypothetical white pastor, would never do that because I don't struggle with those, the things that cause those or maybe even the elements of those. But you know what I probably do struggle with? Narcissism and lying and anger and a lot of other things. But those are probably okay because they're approachable. And so I don't have to draw a line there. I can associate with people that do the stuff that I do wrong. 
right? Um, sin draws those lines, not death, because death is a common enemy and sin is not common, right? I, I can't really sympathize with a murderer because I've never committed murder. Can't sympathize with a rapist because I've never raped anybody. Um, sin is not the common enemy. Yeah. But death is. No, I, I think I entirely agree. But here's where I want us to end. The reason the Christians are so hated is because there is so much hate within Christians. Hate draws hate. Lack of forgiveness, yeah. Um... Lack of forgiving others, lack of forgiving ourselves. Ourselves, that's a big one. Lack of forgiving the people that we love. Um, <coughs> hate is the thing that draws other hate. Yeah. If you are hateful, you will be hated. Yeah. And if you are hated... You have done something to become hateful. This is a cyclical thing that will continue to exist forever. As much as I hate to say it, and as much as I will try to do my best to fight against it, this is a thing that's going to exist. As long as we are aware, that as long as we continue to draw lines... We are creating people to be hated. Whether you live in that line and drawing those lines for other people, when when laws are drawn, hateful limits are created. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church. Be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoyed the episode. It's free and it helps us immensely. Also, feel free to check out our other podcasts.